Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. I just asked if people want to uh, chime in on any question from Russia to revival. You've got a great pulse on what's going on. You're obviously in um, a different state, Tennessee. I'm here in California. And so yeah, I thought it'd be, curi- I- I be great to see if I could uh, link us together um, and just take some of the questions out there. I've got a, a post on Instagram trying to get some people over to the Facebook Live. But maybe even while people are, are going to chime in hopefully soon, um, you can just kind of from your perspective, you know, we talked about this this morning with Russia. It's like we're playing uh, roulette almost because how how much are we going to push them with what we're doing in Ukraine and all that? I don't think people realize all the funding and what we're doing in Ukraine is almost a form of war to Russia. You know, yeah. that that's how they view it, especially if Ukraine becomes part of NATO, which means then we can put our missiles and our defense system, everything on their border. And I don't think Putin is going to allow that at all. So anyway, just want your thoughts. And I'm going to let people are going to chime in now um, and ask yeah. the questions, hopefully. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's a, it's a huge subject. And I'm actually really surprised, Pastor Shane, less people are, you know, not that many people are talking about this, because if you think yeah. about it, during the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis, that was like the number one thing it, that people huge. were talking about. And yeah. yet right now we're basically at the same level of uh, danger as that time period, which is the first time since then. And a lot of people are just kind of ignoring it or just thinking, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And so I just equate it to this. I mean, could you imagine if Russia was on our southern border in Mexico <laughs> and they were you know, doing the exact same thing that NATO and the West is doing on their southern border? Uh, I think that America would think, wow, this is an act of war. And I'm not defending Putin. I'm not saying he's a good guy or anything like that. I just yeah. I'm looking at it from that perspective. And, you know, there's so one of the things that people got to understand is in the Ukraine, there's been a, a civil war between the ethnic you know, Russians and those that are, you know, the Ukrainian people yeah. for some time now. So this isn't something that's new. And there's certain areas like in the northern part that Russia has now annexed you know, annexed. Right. And right, that, those right. people are primarily Russian speaking people that identify with the Russian government. So uh, they have these people they call them, you know, Russian backed separatists. And so there's been, you know, already like a civil war type conflict that's been going on there for quite some time. Um, so we're, you know, we're basically engaging in that, you know, which I just find it so crazy because we just got out of the longest war in American yeah. history. Yeah, Yeah, like a year ago, and it was a total botched pullout, which was awful on the world stage. And within a year, we're already supplying, you know, arms and actively engaged and could potentially be pulled into yet another war. Shane, within a year. I mean, that's crazy, right? Well, yeah, and I don't know how long, you know, Russia is going to take. I mean, obvious, I think even our military admitted they had they had ships over near where the gas line was uh, taken out you know, in the ocean, in the bridge yep. that was that was destroyed. And so you see all these little things, and I'm, I'm with you. I think that's the dilemma of many of us is, you know, Russia is not a good country. Putin is an ex-KGB. I mean, they're ruthless. But at what point do you start to use wisdom 
and strategically show uh, the other nations that we're not we're not unwise. You know, we're not just going to be. I mean, if you we talked about this too. If Russia and China were to combine their efforts, mm-hmm. I mean, I we I don't think we can handle that. As much as I love our military, uh, the leadership we have right now would just be decimated. And so I don't know too. You've been following. Is there anything to those uh, electric ma- magnetic pulse things that they're worried about? I mean, sure. can you imagine that if you shut down that the the grid and communication? I don't think people realize, to your point just a minute ago, how we're just on a razor's edge. And I think they don't think nuclear option is a big deal because, well, it's way over there in Russia, it's between them and Ukraine, where with Cuban Missile Crisis, I mean, Cuba right there with Florida was a pretty, pretty real thing. Plus, they, they were um, they, the news media was telling them the truth about everything back then. And so now I just think people don't think it's a big deal when uh, Putin, if he's pushed against a rock in a hard place, you know, I could definitely, I don't know if he would do something to America soil just yet, but possibly something in Ukraine. And then that would force our hand. What are we, how would we respond to that? If at all, um, I know I watched an interview with one, I think a four-star general yesterday who didn't rule out possibly taking out their fleet in the Baltic there, but, but that, they're not just going to sit down and take that. I mean, no, no, he'd be so, back in a corner. I mean, that's the yeah. whole thing with Putin. He'd be back in a corner and he's already dealing with, you know, issues at home. There's some people that are war hawks that want to do more because they're very angry yeah. about what the West is doing. There's other people that are concerned. So, you know, he's dealing with his own situation at home. But the truth is he's got to save face. And right now what's happened is his military that's gone into Ukraine you know, Ukraine would have been totally decimated, but we've been supplying Absolutely. weapons yeah. and logistics and missile technology and satellite imagery and all, you know, trainers on the ground. I think there's trainers there. And so, you know, because of that, it's basically a proxy war. And so imagine how Russia and the generals that are sitting there are looking at this like, well, the West is completely engaged in this. And, yeah. you know, so what are they going to do if they're back in a corner? Well, they have the biggest nuclear capability in the world, even more than America. I mean, they have the most nuclear bombs in any country in the world. Now, whether some of those are outdated or whatnot, that could be the case, but they do have hypersonic missiles. They have, you know, those missiles could get here within a few minutes. I mean, it would literally be a matter of minutes. And all there needs to do is just one miscalculation or one, you know, maybe one of their generals or somebody thinks that, you know, we're going to attack them. Who knows? And all of a sudden that would be it. And then, and then it goes into that, you know, that whole scenario where the whole world, uh, you know, is at a nuclear war. And at that point, I mean, the damage would be so significant to our environment. Talk about environmentalists. I mean, that we'd have yeah. a nuclear winter and, you know, uh, even people that aren't directly hit would have all kinds of radiation sicknesses. And uh, I mean, it would just be such a demonic, evil reality yeah. if that were to happen, you know. And so, I mean. Let me ask you this, Pastor Shane. I mean, from the Bible's perspective, because we know about Wormwood and, you know, a significant amount of people that are eventually going to die according to the Revelation. But it doesn't mention anything that I can see in there. Maybe I'm missing it. But do you see something in the Scripture that talks about a nuclear war? You know, it's funny. I did, like, 20 years ago. I remember, I think it was Chuck Smith teaching through and different things. But how uh, I think it's one of the prophets talk about where your eyes will actually melt out of their socket and the skin just... And, and that resembled exactly what a nuclear attack would do. But what I'm trying to really stay focused on, and, and it's hard right now, is is the hope, you know, yeah. that, that God is a God of revival, 
Um, it's good to talk about this to some degree, as long as we don't become captivated by it. I found myself, I did the same thing. I looked and Russia's got 6,000 nuclear warheads or nuclear capabilities to our 5,000. I mean, no. I don't, once you get over a couple hundred, I don't think it matters because, no. um, and I just saw a, an ad in New York where they were talking about, you know, if we get hit in New York, just make sure you get inside your home and just stay in the middle of the building. I'm like, well, they, they just, they, they have, they're clueless. You're not going to, you're not going to go anywhere. There's no, no. I mean, we're, no. we're, we're toast. So, um, yeah, I could see God, a cataclysmic, um, event taking place. But on the other hand, um, I'm optimistic. I mean, I know we've talked about God's call upon your life, my life, others, where we see America still going, a, a sense of revival here in California spreading across the, the West, um, a lot of encouraging news there. And and so I'm just trying to help people because I get, you know, questions like you do, emails and texts and what do you, what's going to happen. And we, we should let people know we don't know. I mean, we can speculate and we can talk about things, but we, this is a time where the church needs to press into God like never before. And I That's think here's what, here's what amazes me probably more than anything is business as usual. It's, it's, it's not going to cut it anymore. No prayer no. meetings, prayer meetings, extended worship services, going into season of revival. Hey, let's meet all week. Let's meet all week and seek the heart of God before the elections. I mean, that's what we're doing beginning Halloween. Not to say that we're... You know, we're not, we don't have it right. We're, I'm just saying, guys, there's got to be a desperation to where, you know, you, you, you have to now engage God. And so, yeah. um, anyway, I want to remind people you can ask the questions here. Pastor Taco Ganado, Remnant News, a friend of mine. We're going to release this a little bit later too, I, I think. Um, but ask your questions now about Russia, revival, uh, theology. But, um, yeah, I, I would say the Bible allows for a nuclear attack, but it's not, um, necessarily specific yeah. on yeah real real and that's end times in general we've talked about this you know i was raised with premillennial dispensationalism rapture the calvary chapel view but then i read a lot of of solid amillennialist and post-wrath and a good friend of mine is 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 post-wrath that god will keep mm. us secure during his wrath and the scriptures they use are incredible on all sides so i'm like well i i just know jesus is coming uh, yeah. It could get really difficult. Are we ready? I mean, I think yeah. that's that's what we really just need to focus on. And I don't know, too, if you want to talk about this. Um, uh, you know, we talked about a little bit. If not, fine. But, you know, you released an incredible article I want to point people to on QAnon and, um, you know, kind of what's going on there. I know we talked about a lot two years ago and we could see a yeah. lot of things happening. You know, it's like, wow, this is interesting. But then they would miss it on a lot of things like the powers out on Easter. I remember they said that like a year and a half ago. And then this person's going to get arrested and this. So it's how, how as a Christian do we say, okay, there's a little bit of truth in here. And then also listening to some of these prophetic voices that, that are just off. I don't know how else to say it. Um, but you know, just your, your, your passion on writing that article and wanting to see people, you know, really, I think it's a deceptive spirit. I don't want to be too, uh, too, um, negative here, but I think at some point you've got to engage wisdom and you've got to also listen to voices. Like I've been saying it, you've been saying it. Uh, other solid Christian leaders are saying the same thing. Hey guys, we need to wake up to this fact. And we might, we might've been, you know, uh, being led astray there for a little while, but I, I think it was all good as far as not good, but saying, Hey, there's, there's some shenanigans going on here with the election. You know, we're just, 
we're not being given all the information. The deep state. Look at Biden. He just told OPEC, I think it was, to wait, wait on, wait on the increase yeah. in fuel prices till after the election. I mean, we are we the the most corrupt government I've ever seen. The shenanigans. It's amazing. But then I think QAnon feeds into that a little bit because here's how I view it: they're buying into this, and they're actually they're actually on the wrong playing field. You know, they're they're playing baseball, but hey, the football game's over here. <laughs> and so they're, 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 I think they're misled. It's a deceiving spirit, you know, it's a, it's yeah. a some degree. I don't, know if, I don't know if you can speak into that a little bit. I want to encourage people to read your article. It's on my web, on my Facebook page. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, it's a, it's a tough area because I think, you know, I call the modern day prophets of bail, the mainstream corporate media, you know, I yes. mean, these guys are definitely putting out false information, deceptive information. Uh, it's pretty apparent at this point, they don't like Christians uh, they're giving Christians weaponized terms and names now. I think that's only going to get worse. It's a rise in the spirit of Antichrist. That's what we're seeing. And the battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. So keeping all that in mind, you know, I always just tell people, they say, well, do you follow Q? I say, you know, I know about a lot of mm-hmm. the things Q talked about. Some of them I agree with. I don't know the whole thing. Uh, but would you want your pastor getting his information from Q? Or do you want your pastor <laughs> getting it from the Word of God? You know, yeah. because... I'd be pretty concerned, you know, if somebody that I was listening to, you know, they were getting their information from Q rather than the word and the spirit, if they're a mentor, an elder, a pastor or somebody like that in my life. So I think I have to keep it. In fact, I know I have to keep it pure uh, before the Lord. And I think there's a credibility issue there, too, because the challenge is, you know, if you do start getting off of the word of God and acquiring Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit and doing all the things that you were mentioning, you know, spending time in the secret place. And you, and you start getting off on one of these side trails, then what happens is, okay, let's say that's not true. What happens to your credibility? And as a right. minister, as a Christian, what is our main job? Our job is to go and to make disciples of the nations, baptizing the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, being about the business of the Lord. And so anything that gets us off that mission is, is, is something that is either, you know, a distraction or a deception. And so that's where we need to be careful. So, I don't think these people are bad people. I'm not coming against no, them. Not I'm not attacking them. I mean, nothing like the people that were, you know, doing the stuff to our cities and, you know, right. chaz and chop and, you know, all the all the evil stuff. It's nothing even close to that. I know the media wants to make it like it is. But I'm just saying as a believer and especially as a pastor, I would say by all means, spend time with the Lord, inquire of the Holy Spirit, read his word fast, pray go deeper in your walk. And that's going to give you the unction of the Holy spirit, the wisdom of the Holy yeah. spirit. And we don't need some, cause I don't know who it is. Who is the person behind the board? <laughs> is it a, is it a Christian even, or, you know, we always got to yeah, look at the true. spirit. We got to look at the spirit behind it. You know I mean? I guess they're saying scriptures and that's good, but we don't know. Who, we don't even know who this person is or is it people or is it the Intel yeah. community? We don't know, you know? So, that's where to me, I mean, we got to be about the business of the Lord, wake up every day, put on the full armor of God, understand the battle that we're in, and take back the territory for the kingdom by doing the work of the Lord and the, and the work of the kingdom. Amen? And you, amen. And you made a great point just now that I really didn't think of is we don't know who's behind it. And when you're that secretive, it kind of makes you want to, it makes you wonder. And here's why I think a lot of people, what I've seen, and I'll use the word gullible, is 
just because someone has a, a large following, uh, this prophetic voice has this large following, they're looking up to him. Oh, he must be the right one. But people like myself or you or others, you know, we're not spending time with God and hearing from God and seeking the heart of God and praying and refasting. It's, it's these, these guys up here that are really in tune with God. I would say often not necessarily because the more your ministry grows, the humbler you have to become. And if, if, if they've got it right a few times, and then they got it wrong. They don't want to repent. God's saying, I, I bet he withdraws that spirit of wisdom from them because they're living in pride and arrogance. He resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And so I think sometimes just because somebody has a certain amount of followers or is a prophetic name out there, well, that, that, and, and some of those people are solid, fine, have nothing to, nothing against that. But I think we, we put too much stock into them, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, instead of our own devotional life with the Lord. What is the Lord saying to me every day in his word? Um, if, if, if people aren't familiar with QAnon, it was just, you know, it's probably started a couple of years ago with, you know, intel coming out, in, information coming out that was obvious. Some of it was, was pretty dead on, you know, yeah. obviously there wasn't some made up narrative, but then, you know, everything's going to be shut down, you know, at Easter. Okay. That didn't happen. And then, I mean, I can, I can name what a half dozen other things, you know, how many, how many politicians are going to be arrested this week? Okay. Well, come. On. I mean, wisdom is justified by her children. Jesus said. So you know, if 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 we're gauging this by the lack of 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 truth, then I think it it, it can be uh, looked upon as maybe a false a false discerner of information. Uh, and then I think it's still out there, right? Trump is still in charge. The military is still in charge. He's coming back. He's making all the decisions. Just wait. Just 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 stay focused on the plan. Come on, guys. That. I mean, God tells us to use wisdom. He, he, you know, he instructs us and we, and, and, you know, so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but you've probably seen it more than I have. Is there's a, where are they getting this information from? So there's gotta be somebody kind of in, in Intel or somewhat high up. Uh, but I don't know if you were, you mentioned this, I've thought about this too, is it could be working to our disadvantage. We think it might be some solid Christian giving us information. It could actually be a deception from the other side to get a large portion of America really going in the wrong direction. You know, that's why I said earlier, Hey, we're not playing baseball. The football game's over here. <laughs> you know? Sure. I mean, if you think about that, like if you tell somebody that everything's going to be okay, you don't have to do anything, just sit back and eat popcorn. And you know, it's all a show. Then, you know, that's a perfect way while you're telling them that everything's great. You're literally slowly taking over. You know, I was thinking about, um, I think I spoke to you about this, but, you know, there's something called the Monroe Doctrine, and that's basically oh, yeah. here in the North American and, you know, the Northern Hemisphere, we've always had a pretty good handle as America on even the Latin American countries, you know, and, and other adversaries like Russia or China, they haven't encroached on that territory. And so we've kept the territory pretty safe. And, you know, that's changed. Now China has come to our, our you know, continent and, yeah. and is now in Brazil in a major way and some of the other Latin American countries. And so while our focus is on other things, the evil continues to spread, the communism, the agenda of the leftists. And I'm not talking about any old Democrat. I'm talking about the leftist socialist communists right. that have a very scary ideology that really hate believers and hate freedom of religion, freedom of speech. And that's why you see the censorship where we can't just share our ideas and have discussion in the public and so, you know, there are a lot of influencers, like you said, many are very good, many are not. Yeah. Um, I just say we got to test the spirits, you know, and 
you know, True. see what the spirit is behind. And if anybody's given a prophetic word, it should always bear witness in our spirit and definitely along with the word of God. And that's yeah. the, the litmus test. I mean, you know, I hear people, I'm sure you hear this too, Shane, where, you know, they say somebody gave me a word that I'm going to move to Idaho and then they just moved to Idaho. And yeah. that was the only, just one person said it. God didn't tell them, you know, he didn't give them no. anything in the word. They didn't inquire of the spirit. They just listened to one person. And I do, I do think God has a lot of grace and mercy and doesn't mean your yeah. life's going to be all messed up, but sometimes it could set you back for 10 years or off course. And so that that's the same with the prophetic. I mean, I trust in the prophetic. I believe in the prophetic. It's a fivefold ministry gifting, but it has to be from the Lord. It can't be, you know, because yeah. a lot of people are saying a lot of different things. So we just got to be very careful what we're listening to and put it through those series of tests, whether it be the word of God for sure and does it bear witness in my spirit? Is this the Lord, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's what I mentioned with the QAnon thoughts. I mean, they've missed it so many times. At what point do you say wisdom is justified by her children? You know, you know them by their fruit. There's, they're, they're just off on so many areas. I mean, to think that Trump is still running America. I mean, you got, you got to be drinking. You'd be doing a pretty bad job if he is. Oh you know? my goodness. You know? <laughs> um, and that's why I think people, I don't know in your area, but gas prices are declining. But we know that could just be before the election, right? I mean, we've we've dropped almost eighty cents by the one by the gas station by my house, and so okay. what they do is they 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 fool you, they get you down, and then oh, bring it, shoot it up, see it's Republicans' fault, you know, on, well, what, on what they did. I know President Biden tapped the strategic uh, oil reserves, which I think they're pretty much depleting it, you know, and that's pretty crazy because the whole purpose of that is if we go into some type of war or something where we don't have. Yeah oil that's available that's something that's a you know protection you know it's kind of like an insurance policy and now we're you know going through that right now and for what just like you said to get the gas prices down before an election i hope that's not the case but it mm -hmm. sure appears that could be and uh you know with president trump we had achieved a level of almost energy independence america was producing tremendous yeah. amount of shale oil and uh, we had the Keystone XL, which was almost completed. And, you know, we were getting off of our dependency of, of the Middle East. And I'm not saying fully, but, you know, we were getting close. Right. And, you know, Russia is one of the biggest producers of oil in the world. Uh, OPEC and, and China, and, and, you know, they're starting to do bilateral trade deals outside of the U.S. petrodollar. I mean, we're just seeing a bunch of things happening at once. So I just think um, people have to be very sober-minded, really ask the Lord. I heard something, Shane, I want to share. This was kind of sobering to me. But the Lord said people want to declare victory before the first shot's even been fired. And <laughs> what that means is, yeah. like, we haven't even fought the war yet. We haven't even done what we need to do as a church to repent and stand. And, and already yeah. we're declaring victory. Now, are we victorious in Jesus? Yes. yes. Uh, do we have the keys and the answer according to the word of God? Yes. But mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to understand we're in, a, we're in a dire situation as a country. And the only hope is in Jesus. And that's why... You know, getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered, being about the kingdom business and, you know, restoring the foundations of, that this nation was founded on and the principles of the word. And we need to, you know, that's what needs to happen because right now we're still headed, even though there's a remnant, we're still headed as a nation. Look what they're doing to the kids. I mean, look what they're trying yes. to teach them in school with the CRT or with all the gender confusion. I can just go on and on. So the church has to be a voice. We got to be a sober voice. We got to be watchmen on the wall. And uh, I just think, you know, that word kind of shook me a little bit, Shane, when the Lord said, you know, people want to declare victory before the first shot. I said, wow, you know, that, that yeah. says a lot right there. Man. Well, it's, it's also the easy way out.
you know, it's going to get hard when you have to pray and fast and seek the heart of God. Um, and I've been talking about that a lot, a lot lately. It's been in my heart that, you know, we could really change the course of our nation if we get desperate. You know, desperate times call for desperate measures. And um, with, with it, it, on, that, on the strategic oil reserve, I don't know. Do you know, do you know where it's located? That I don't know. I think it might be sporadic around the country. I don't know if it's in one yeah. location, but I know and it's just being so, Yeah, just so people know, the government has, I don't know how many billions of gallons saved. And um, the reason is for security, like a savings account. Yeah. And so what Biden now is doing is polling from there. Yeah. And you're actually weakening. I mean, can you imagine if you got down to 10% left? I mean, it's like telling your enemies, because without fuel, you're toast. Without fuel and technology, without the fuel and electricity, and um, when when that gets down, and see with that pipeline up in Alaska that Biden shut down, you know we we it's almost, you know, to me it seems like it's self destructive. It's like this is being done on purpose. Yeah. Obviously, I mean there's there's other you know there's other works at hand here, and also I want to open up. Hey Heather, do you have any questions or Joey? Uh, Julie, Michael, Chris, Debbie, Brenda, uh, Shane, Clara, John, you guys can ask any questions, Susie, Frank. Um, well, we got Todd on here for a short time. We're talking about Russia and revival. Um, and the reason I guess I'm hopeful is God is, it's, it's almost seems like a juicer, you know, as, as you're, as you're pushing it, here comes the juice. So yeah. he's pushing the church, you know, getting desperate. The person you were counting on 2020 was not elected. The what you're counting on is not happening. Your income, your finances, your 401k. When are you gonna When are you gonna start relying on me and me alone and seek me again with all of your heart? And it's interesting. Second Chronicles begins with "If my people humble yeah. themselves, yeah. humble themselves," and we see a lot of anger out there, but uh, not a lot of of humility. You know. So, um, also, I know there's some questions coming up with Candace Owens uh, with her documentary on BLM. But no surprise there when we first, you know, saw it come out. You just look at their website. You see what they stand for. And, uh, you know, so I think exposing that. Also, did you see in Virginia today they're going to try to pass legislation where in your own home you have to affirm your uh, LGBT son or daughter? Uh, wow. It, you'll, it just hit, I think it was Fox this morning. In Virginia, they're going to try to pass that, where if you don't affirm it in your own home to your own children, it could be a, a, a crime. And then, of course, you know, in California, we have, what is it, Prop 1 with, uh, with, the, with the children after 30, and within 30 days of after birth. I mean, that, yeah, that's a, that's a really a gray area there for, um, not a gray area, but that's a scary area to delve into that. Yes. Um, I mean, these so what things, you, yeah, go ahead. What are, your, what are your thoughts on 2022? I mean, on November, elections coming up. I mean, it looks like. You know, the Senate and, and uh, House should pick up some seats. Senate, maybe. If, yeah. how, what do, how many do they need in the Senate, the Republican Party? Couple, a couple seats? You know, you hear a bunch of different things. They're only a couple seats away. It's a razor thin uh, majority of Democrat, but just razor, razor thin. So if we were to just pick up two or three seats, we'd be in really good shape. Um, but, you know, it's uh, there's conflicting people saying different things, which I'm sure they want to have the suppression polls out there, make yeah. people feel like, you know, the Democrats are winning. But, you know, I mean, I, everywhere I go, Shane, people are so, even Democrats are like, the country's <laughs> in the wrong direction. I mean, yeah. food prices, I, you know, we used to go for a week's worth of groceries, you know, I mean, it's doubled what it was maybe two years ago. I mean, doubled, you know, yeah. uh, for us out here in Nashville. And, you know, the gas prices, I mean, they're now here in Nashville, what they were in L.A., 
when we moved here, you know, so oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's pretty, you know, pretty much the cost of living here now is what I was paying in LA only a few years ago. So, you know, I can only imagine how much it's gone up in LA, but you know, so the cost yeah. of living has not, you know, the, the wages have not gone up with the cost of living. So most, uh, you know, middle-class families are feeling the pressure and there's a squeeze. That's a very difficult squeeze. Of course, uh, you know, lower class families as well, you know, I mean, all, everybody's yeah. feeling it, even the upper class, you know, but I really feel they want to squeeze out the middle class completely. You know, it seems to be because the, the, the lower earning people tend to have more ability to get t- some type of, you know, government entitlements or things like that where middle America, middle class people, it's really hard because you don't get government aid and you're not really making enough to really survive. So you're taking out credit card debt and, you know, so the debt has gone up. And so, you know, it's hard for everybody. Don't get me wrong, but it's just in in this type of scenario, it seems that the middle class really gets squeezed. And we're seeing that happening all around the country. Uh, You know, where it used to be where if you had, you know, your wife had a job and you had a job, you could make the bills. Now people are having to get two jobs and go in their credit, and they're still having a hard time paying the bills, you know? So this just continues to escalate. And I'm not, I'm not saying one group of people is getting hurt more than the other. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think right. everybody's yeah, yeah. But I I just, it just seems to be that the middle class is getting squeezed. So where it's either going to be the haves or the have-nots is what I'm basically saying. And yep. that kind of reminds me of, like, Hunger Games, the movie. You know, it's like, I mean, basically you got to rely on the scraps that you get from the government, you know, and – then there's this elite group of people, this small group of elites that have control of, of everything. And then and then you got everybody else, you know. So, you know, it seems like they're going towards that. They've talked a lot about universal basic income. Um, they've talked about all these different weird uh, socialist policies of wealth distribution and, you know, kind of like Robin Hood. But it's not good. It's bad. And uh, this hurts the corporations, too. But for some reason, they want to do it. I don't know. You know, it used to be many years ago when I entered the job force. It was about like revenue and pleasing the customer. I remember the days when like customers always right. And now it's like, here, take this. We're going to shove this in your face. We don't care what you think. I mean, it's crazy. And, you know, when I got in the workforce, they would do like a background check. They would look at your college education, your background, your resume. Now it's like, what color are you? Um, you know, your, what's yep. your social media say? Are you conservative? Or, you know, it's like, what they're looking at, I mean, it's bizarre world, but yet this is where we are, you know? Yeah. Well, how can you shut down? Is it Nick Vudicek? I don't know if I pronounced his name right. You know, yeah. Chase, I think, was going to gave him 30-day notice. Uh, Kanye West, yep. you know, his, Chase Chase gave him 30-day notice to get – it's it's incredible. PayPal, I don't know if you follow PayPal's – you know, they, they retracted three days later but lost 10% in stock. But that yeah. should tell you, you know, if we don't agree through political views, we're, we can shut you down and require a $2,500, um, y- you know, uh, a penalty, I guess. Yeah. And But then they reverse course, and the, the CEO's like, oh, no, that didn't – we didn't mean for that to get in there. Give me a break. So how did it you know? get in there? That's the, yeah. You, and, who who yeah, wrote I it? I want to know who wrote it, you know? I mean, it's very, it's kind of like they showed us what they would like to do and then they got backlash. And so now they retracted, like you said, but that's very egregious, very concerning. You know, what we're seeing with the bank, it reminds me of of China, you know, with the social credit score and how far are we from that here in America? I mean, where if you uh, voice a political view or a view of your spiritual, you know, your spiritual view or whatever, that's not the mainstream view or, you know, the, the, the mainstream narrative. I mean, we used to be able to talk. We used to have debates and, 
different yeah. views. Whatever happened to free speech? And now it's like censorship and targeted and, hey, we might even take your bank account. You know, I mean, that should alarm everybody. I, I don't know why the liberals aren't alarmed by that. Like real liberals, not not leftists, but liberals. Like everybody yeah. should be alarmed by that, you know? Yeah, because where will it stop? And what if, if people aren't familiar with the social score, it's actually you get a score based on your appeasement to the government. You know, so yep. if you're if you fall in line with their, let's say, theology about God or no God, if you fall in line with their view about government, if you fall in view, line with their view about family and all these issues, you'll get a certain score and your score. If, if your score is very high, then you can buy, you can sell, you can trade, you can go about your business. But if you have a low score where you're not you know, measuring up to how they think you should believe they are limiting your transactions, limiting, limiting your more mobility. And of course it reminds me in, in revelation of where you can't buy and sell. And we're yes. definitely going in that direction. And that's the whole thing. I think even with cryptocurrency is, you know, I, some people are pretty excited about it and, you know, rightly so in some, some sense, but, but to where they can, Oh, this Shane Eidelman guy, I think we're going to just shut him down. You know, I mean, it's, yes. it's what can you do? What can you do? Facebook shut me down two years ago from running ads. We went from 250,000 uh, views in a month to uh, who, who knows, 30, 40, 50,000 that quick. Can't take out ads, little engagement, and you can't contact anyone. You can't talk yeah. to anyone. Same with, same with YouTube. They gave me a couple strikes and, uh, um, no. And so, hey, who can I talk to? Just it's like this phantom group that's out there, and they can do whatever they want because you're, even I talked to our attorney, and there's <laughs> what, there's nothing you can do, and that's why I like some of these senators, like uh, tenor, uh, Senator Cruz and Ron Paul, just just pressing in on these guys, asking the hard questions. Pfizer just came out, and uh, I know you saw their statement from their CEO uh, saying that um, the uh, the jab can't really prevent prevent transmission i mean i'm that didn't really surprise me because um it, to me it was clear from the get-go that it was you know the jab is hopefully affects your rna to send the right message to your dna to create the spike protein so your body can be resistant to it i've got a lot of questions there for, for sure but i always thought well of course you can still transmit it and receive it you know it's, it never really fixed the problem but i think i've just seen it seen it everywhere uh with within the ceo came out also the um the florida attorney general in florida uh yeah. how they've had what an 85 percent increase of of heart heart conditions in young men who have received it and that's why is because it can create some blood clotting and uh, i think when you start messing with the messenger rna the mess with your dna to me you're in essence playing god and we, we run a very, very high risk there if we're not careful. And so many people just capitulated and just gave in because of fear, want to keep their job. And I've talked to so many, you know, that, that are really upset and regretting it. Um, mm. One nurse I ran into at the hospital, she said, man, they made me get my, get this to keep my job. And now it doesn't even matter. I've got to get these other boosters and, 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 and now you don't have to wear a mask or, you know, it's, and they're just frustrated. And so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but I'm pretty sure, you know, we're kind of the same page with that one. It's crazy. I mean, what happened is something that we have not seen ever in the history of our country, especially in America where we have freedom. I mean, it's just unbelievable. You know, I'm the president at the Religious Liberty Coalition, what we've seen with people and their job losses. I mean, New York Police Department members that lost their pension, you know, I mean, yes. 
just things that are so egregious and unbelievable and yet real. And now these reports are not surprising that are coming out. And uh, again, if you even talk about this, you could risk having your social media taken down. Uh, you're not even allowed to discuss it. But yeah, just, you know, why? Why are we not allowed to discuss it? And, you know, uh, Alex Jones, if you like him or you don't, you know, the guy just yeah. got, I think it was like one billion, billion. One billion. One billion. <laughs> you know, then here's the crazy thing is like, he's just said something. It was a speech related issue. It wasn't, he didn't do it. It was just, speech, you know, he said something. So my question is like, well, what about the corporations that said you have to get this thing? Yeah. You know, are they held to that same standard because i know people whose lives have been ruined you know so where is the accountability and why is it it seems like it's on one side and not the other you know so i have a lot of questions with that because that's setting a case precedent with alex jones that oh, you know basically <laughs> you know like, yeah. it, well people people might not know he uh he said you know the sandy hook school shooting was uh not real correct yeah um, do you know do you know why he would say that I well, I think I he was saying something like they were crisis actors and, you know, something along those lines. And okay. I think he later retracted it, but he did, he did say it for a long time, but you know, I mean, there was no, a woman not, that yeah. held, remember the woman that held Donald Trump's head that was bleeding. And I mean, that's yep. a president of the United States. What, the what's different from that? You know, I mean, I don't, there's a lot of things that people have, I mean, I've heard Maxine Waters say things that like oh. go out there and, you know, ridiculous. So, well, I don't understand why some people can say these things and other people can't. You know, that to me. Is... Well, yeah, and that's the hardest thing, Todd, I'll tell you, is like you to be that be that watchman on that wall, to have that voice, but also to be loving and kind. Because I could I mean, I've got some strong words for Maxine Waters, Pelosi, <laughs> AOC. I mean, uh, 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 Ms. Harris, the VP. I mean, we have to respect their position. We have to love them and pray for them. But. My goodness, talk about people that should not be in leadership. I mean, it's it's mind-boggling. It's sad. It's It really is. But one question I've been wanting to ask you, too, uh, looks like people are engaged a lot, but they don't have any questions. So that's, that's good. The first time in a while, <laughs> question. Um, how are you, especially over the last two years, I, I always say, if it's true, it's not a conspiracy theory. But how, how are we to wade through these waters of – what is true? What's a conspiracy theory? Uh, I mean, pretty much anything we believe that is solid and biblical, they're going to say it's a conspiracy theory, you know, for sure. But I mean, genuinely believers, I think we talked about the beginning too, but um, I guess taking things with a grain of salt, right? Not getting too caught up in it. Um, I, I learned, you know, early on not to believe everything. You got to hear both sides of things. Um and so, you know, you navigating these waters as well, you get hit with more of them than I do. You know, people asking you about them. What, what, do, you, what do you make of all that? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you know, the term itself is similar to this other term, this Christian nationalist and yeah. some of these other weaponized terms that they like. They, if they can identify somebody as these terms, it immediately discredits them, you know. So, uh, for instance, like I used to get invited to a lot more mainstream conferences and things like that. Right. And now if somebody were to Google me or whatnot, they see a lot of these fake news articles that they put yeah. out. And so what it does is it limits. So that's their goal is to 
put me in some type of fringe or whatnot. So we have to be extremely careful and walk super circumspect because they're looking for anything and everything that you say and you do. So what I would say is, I mean, Kirk Cameron actually, and I had a great conversation on this, but he says he just goes to the source document, you know, like do the research yourself. Don't just believe it just because somebody's saying it, go to whatever they're saying and look at it and is it real? Is it not real? Are they are they embellishing on it? Maybe there maybe there is an element of truth, but they, you know, there's people that put clickbait out and you know want to get people to come to their site, and so they'll take something and make it far more crazy than it really is. So that's where we have to be careful as believers, because the devil is the accuser, and he's looking to discredit yeah. us. Because ultimately, I'm a pastor. You're a pastor, Shane. So the the whole thing is like ultimately, if they can successfully discredit us by us maybe with one because people are so unforgiving i mean one thing you say that's wrong and that's it that could totally mess up so now i'm at the point where it's like people send me stuff all day i go to the source document if i can't 100 percent affirm it Mm -hmm. i just don't i'll say well i can't confirm this this is what people are saying but i can't confirm it you know i think that's fine but like to say it as it's truth if you're not able to confirm it, the only thing that I can say for sure is truth is this word and what's yep. going to happen because it says it. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But everything else, I think the devil's trying to discredit Christians. So we got to be wise and wise as serpents, gentle as doves, and really be mm-hmm. careful because this is an area that we can get really ensnared from the enemy. And cause division within the body. You know, yes. I've seen that probably more than anything is causing division in the body. Uh, especially QAnon. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's, it's kind of sad, but, um, anyway, I know you got to go to pretty soon and I just want to leave people with, uh, a, a great deal of hope because I know it's hard to listen to all this. And, um, you know, personally, I don't lose a lot of sleep. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know the God who holds the, the, the universe in the palm of his hands. Um, and you, you start to think, okay, worst case scenario. I mean, I'm in LA, I'm by Edwards air force base. You know, we go to see Jesus. We go to see Jesus, me and my whole family. If Putin, right. I mean, I, it's, it, you know, it's, I'm not trying to be funny, but it's like, what, what, what's the bad news here? You know, I mean, unless yeah. you're not ready, unless you're not ready to meet your maker, that could be the problem. That's where you really just need to repent. Now's the time to repent and believe in Jesus, turn completely over to him, and then experience that joy that, that comes. But as a father of five, you're a father now. Um, just, you know, it's good to have that watchman mentality, but I think at the end of the day, folks, we got to remember not to get caught up on it. You know, Russia yeah. could do something. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm hopeful because throughout history, God would, would listen to the prayers of his remnant. Yes. And, uh, yeah. even though we say, you know, and I do mean it, there's not a lot of churches really desperate for God, not a lot of prayer meetings, but on the other hand, there are a lot of good things happening, you know, yes. from over and I can name a good, some churches in Florida and your area, Tennessee, your ministry, um, uh, you know, of course where Malachi's at in Kansas yeah. city, uh, yeah. down in San Diego. Um, I'm speaking in LA Sunday and then yeah. up in Texas, there's some, I mean, all night prayer meetings and it's yeah. just so the, the remnant, I think the remnant is keeping that judgment yeah. hand of God at bay. Yeah. And so I, I'm just, these things, I guess I should let people know. I mean, I, I read them. I'm kind of worried, but I'm kind of not, is that, right. you know, it's kind of weird. I'm not, I'm not driving around in fear. I'm just, you know, okay. I gotta, I gotta make use some wisdom, but ultimately if we're not trusting God, 
you either trust God or fear comes in. If fear comes in, it pushes out the, the trusting in God. And it also yes. quenches and grieves the spirit of God. So the fruit yes. of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, contentment, gentleness, kindness, all of that is suppressed because fear is being given a platform. So I would just yes. encourage you. I just, hey, Ted, glad to see you. Hope you come from Arizona here shortly. Um, I, I know we talked, I wrote everything down because I want to, I know we talked about some heavy things, but see, the heavy things should push us into the prayer closet. Yeah. The heavy things, that's why sometimes you're like, oh, why are you so negative? Why are you telling us all this? Well, because you need to wake up and see yeah. what's going on and, and turn back to God. And so sometimes we've got to be a little bit bold and confrontational and, hey, here's what's happening. I mean, Russia, China gets together and the church is not ready, you know. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. But anyway, I just want to leave people with some hope and, and as well. Amen. Amen. To live is Christ, to die is gain. If your heart's in the right place and your your life is the Lord's, you got nothing to worry about. What place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. We're going to be good. We're going to rule and reign with Christ in eternity. We're just passing through. Uh, but while we're here, let's be about the business of the Lord. Spend time in his presence and you know, I don't even listen to the news that much, Shane, just because it's so yeah. negative, you know, but I'd rather turn on a, a good uh, David Wilkerson sermon or Shane oh, wow! you know, and just yeah. get in the presence of God and it just changes your whole day, you know, so that's yeah. my advice, you know. It, it's <laughs> funny you said that. I just popped on the Drudge Report yesterday. Like, these guys cracked me up. I, I emailed them, too. You guys are so full of, you know what, you, you, you say all this stuff all the time. Nothing ever happens. They should be discredited yep. as fake news. Yep. CNN yep. just twists everything. Um, you know, I've got issues with Fox, too. too. I mean, it's just you yep. can't look to the news source. Uh, it's, actually, if you want to get real information, you need to go to those websites that pick up international news uh, yep. from Israel. I've seen a lot yep. of great stories from Israel. Uh, from the Arab, you know, and, and you you get some international perspective yes. because we forget uh, America is a mentioned in the Bible. It, it all takes place in the Middle East. It's a, it's it's God's working in the whole world. And sometimes I think we just get caught up in our own little little bubble. So anyway, yeah. I want to encourage everyone to share this. Uh, you can follow Todd at Todd Coconado uh, on Facebook, all different kinds of ministries, Remnant News. And uh, if you have additional comments for future um, uh podcast i guess go ahead and put those in the comment lines as well so anyway todd thank you for taking almost an thank hour you. out of your day we'll talk to awesome, you awesome man i all enjoyed right, it brother appreciate you. you all right see you soon yes sir if you've enjoyed this episode of idleman unplugged be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast you can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan, and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. 
El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.